California governor just locked down 2.0. Chicago has a massive pride rally that spreads the coronavirus, and Mississippi lawmakers decided to change their flag because of racism. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Joey Saladino Show. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news today and more. Now let's get into this. So after 126 years, Mississippi state flag comes down at the state capitol following a historic vote. Do you think the flag should be changed? We're going to watch it right now. Coming down. And you can hear protesters in the background. There are protesters at the state capitol all day who support this state flag. Mm -hmm. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, again, you're witnessing history in the state of Mississippi. The flag with. So they took, they voted to take down the flag. I'm glad it wasn't done by mob rule. Now, I want you to comment below. Do you think that that flag should be changed? Now, I'm going to have an opinion that's going to probably be a little bit unpopular amongst you people. I don't mean by saying you people, like, in a negative way. But I have no problem with removing Confederate flags and Confederate statues from USA buildings and areas and government. It is like the equivalent to making an Antifa statue and an Antifa flag as a part of, you know, the state's flag and, you know, the, the state's um, statues. It's like making an Antifa version of that because it's part of our history. Antifa is a part of our American history. So is the Confederacy. A bad part of our history, a, a treasonous part, a terroristic part, a bad part. A part that literally doesn't like America and hates America and the values of freedom. But I do have a problem with the mob destroying all this property because of mob rule. And the Democrats only doing it to pander to fuel a race war. I like seeing this stuff done. I like seeing Confederate statues and flags get taken down and revisioned. I like seeing that when it's done the proper legal way through voting and not through mob rule because i do not think the confederate flag has a place in america today it was they wanted slavery they succeeded from the union why why would we honor that i know i get the whole point of remembering and we need we need the statues you don't need the statues to remember you don't need the flag waving to remember. And that's something I'm, I'm never going to understand. I know the Confederate flag now is a symbol of Southern pride. But I, I, maybe because I'm a, I'm a Northern boy, I don't understand really what that means. I'm not really a big fan of uh, having, you know, it, it seems, why, why not just have American pride? Why not just rock an American flag or rock your state's flag if you're going to have Southern pride? I don't, I don't understand that. It, it seems to... Maybe someone in the comments can help me understand because I'm a North boy, so I wouldn't really get it. But I, I, I'm not a fan of the Confederate flag. It, it was treasonous. They started a civil war. They wanted slavery. Why in any sense of the imagination would we be honoring that or would we be supporting that? So let's see who made this vote. Mississippi legislators vote to remove Confederate battle emblem from the state flag. So they're removing the Confederate portion from the flag, which, okay, go for it. Mississippi House and Senate vote in, in, in uh, succession Sunday afternoon to retire the flag. Each chamber draws broad bipartisan support for the historic decision. Sorry, I'm a little burpy. 
Republican Governor Tate Reeves has said he will sign the bill and the state flag would lose its official status as soon as he signs the measure. The state had faced mounting pressure to change the flag during the past months amid international protests uh, against racial injustice in the United States. You see, it's nothing but a game of politics doing these moves with the Democrats because it's been the flag for how many years? 126 years and just now. Don't you find that odd that just now it's an issue and a problem? This is nothing but a political show. That's all that it is. The Mississippi lawmakers voted uh, Sunday to surrender the Confederate battle emblem from the state. Uh, okay, so each chamber there brought bipartisan support. Uh, let's see. Republican House Speaker Philip Gunn, who is white, they have to mention that, has pushed for five years to change the flag, saying that the Confederate symbol is offensive. The House passed a bill 91 to 23 Sunday afternoon within hours. The Senate followed suit 37 to 14. So it seems like people on both sides of the spectrum are in support for removing it. And uh, you know what? Uh, so am I. I mean, there's no reason. Why Why would we leave that part just because it's a part of history? Well, we can use that, that Antifa argument. Yep, Antifa is part of our history, too. We don't see us putting the anarch, anarchal, communist, Antifa symbol on our flags in Seattle, on our flags in New York, on our flags in Los Angeles. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised that the Democrats started to do that at this point, and we would be 100% against that. Let me know your thoughts. So this is the aerial footage of a massive crowd to celebrate pride in Chicago. D don't you find it funny that the Democrats want to shut down the entire country again? With lockdown 2.0 because COVID-19 is going to kill us all. And then they support these leftist rallies, which is fine. You want to go protest pride? Go for it. But Democrats don't keep telling us that we need to go on lockdown 2.0 because of the spread. When you support stuff like this. If there's any spike in cases, it will be because of events like this. You know what I love right now? There's a sign that says, Trump Pence out now. Isn't this a pride parade? Isn't this supposed to be a celebration of being gay or, or whatnot? I mean, go I mean, go for whatever you want to do. Go for it. But wh why is this a political movement now? P Trump Pence out now. Trump was the only openly pro-gay president, Republican at least, when he was running. Other Democrats up until just recently were all anti-gay marriage. So... Why is this a political thing now? It's nothing that Democrats... I want you to comment below if, if you think uh, the Democrats are trying to cause a lockdown 2.0. It's pretty clear that they are. So, yeah, I mean, the Democrats, they just see this. They, they don't, they don't want to miss their political opportunities because they, they're, they're looking at this and they're seeing, oh, wow, this is a great way we're getting people to mobilize. Finally, people are mobilizing. Finally, people are excited for our movement because they're not excited for Biden. They're excited for... Uh, the movements within, and they don't want to miss out on that. They don't want to miss out on getting people to mobilize because they want to get these people in the polling booths. So that's why they're letting it happen. That's one of the reasons. The other reason is, oh, let them do this, so this way we can inflate the numbers, make it look like there's more of an outbreak than there actually is, so we can do lockdown 2.0, create more civil unrest, create more economic downfall, and blame Trump, blame Trump, blame Trump. Listen, Trump left this up to the states, and a lot of the states kind of left it up to the cities for the most part. So how is that Trump's fault? Have you noticed that all, all this destruction, all this outbreak, it's all coming from Democrat cities. 
The worst of the worst happening in this country right now is all happening in Democrat cities. And people need to start waking up and realizing it. And if you're a Republican, you need to explain this stuff to your Democrat friends. It's our obligation, our responsibility to, to break the brainwashing from these people. And we're at the point where we're pretty much losing all those friends. And you know what? For good reason, too. So breaking news to slow the spread of COVID-19, California governor orders bars to close. Imagine thinking that the increase in cases had anything to do with bars and not the massive Black Lives Matter protests. I want you guys to comment below. Do you think the, 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 the COVID-19 second wave was caused by the Black Lives Matter protests? Or was it caused by more testing or a little bit of both? Obviously, it's a little bit of both. So the states have been literally opening their economies for over a month now, and not one single spike in cases. All of a sudden, massive Black Lives Matter protests start and cases spike along with the more testing. If you're blaming reopening the economy for this spike, you're actually brain dead. You're actually brain dead if you're blaming bars for the reason why there's a spike and not the massive protests with thousands of people standing shoulder to shoulder. And I'm just waiting for those future headlines. Democrat states allow black businesses to reopen out of fears of economic damage that would widen the income gap. And they'll make white businesses stay closed. We've already seen something like this similar going on. I believe it was in Oregon where they were telling only white people were mandated to wear masks. Black people didn't have to wear masks out of fear of racism. So we're, we're right there. We're right on that cuff. And as ridiculous as it might sound... Honestly, you heard it here first if it becomes a reality, because it probably will. And I'm believing right now, I'm 100% certain that the Democrats caused the COVID-19 infection to spread with these protests. Now they're blaming the reopening of the economy. This way they can activate lockdown 2.0, which is exactly what they're doing. We're seeing opening ups slow. I'm very surprised that Texas and Florida actually succumb to this i don't know what pressured them to do it maybe they were just looking at the numbers and were like hey you know let's take a step back you know they got to think republican governors are more reasonable and they're probably like oh well there is a spike let's take a step back and analyze why there is a spike and they're probably going to come back within a few days maybe a week with reopening up again uh, maybe they just got really shocked about the pressure that the media was throwing on them and blaming them for all the death and destruction, even though their spikes are nowhere near the spikes seen in Democrat cities. Not even close. On top of nobody's dying. And you know what? It's, it's also increased in testing. And I saw one, one graph, and I'll, I'll bring it up in a minute. So the Democrats for weeks, yeah, go and protest by the thousand shoulder to shoulder. COVID cases increases, also Democrats. Okay, we're going to close the bars down to slow the spread now. In what effing world are these bars causing the spread and not the endless protests? Seriously. Now, this one site, COVID Tracking Project, is trying to say, and again, this is not just about more testing. Here's an updated chart from the one posted here. Case growth is outstripping test growth in all of these states, and Florida's conducted fewer tests this week than last week. And they're using this, gro this, this growth chart. This is not a more test chart. This is a growth chart of tests. So that means there's more tests this week than last week and more tests 
that week than the previous week. And they're using this as their basis for saying it's not just the fact that there's more testing going on that's showing this spike. Well, look at it. Just last week, so from the week of June 11th to June 17th, there was a 60% increase in testing, 80% increase in Oklahoma, 70% increase in Florida. Then the following week, I guess because they increased their testing so much, you can only increase your testing exponentially so much. If you go from one test to 10 tests, that's what, a a 1,000% increase? But then when you go from 10 to 20, that's only, what, a 100% increase? So you see how that, that, when you're working with percentages, how it can differentiate depending on the previous number. So when, when uh, the testing increases only by a slight sliver of a percentage, it's not even a sliver, 25% increase when the previous week was a 70% increase, that, that's an insane amount of testing. It's increasing. It's still increasing at a rapid rate. I mean, except for Florida over here, but they still went up 71%. So yes, this graph does prove that yes, their there, case growth is because of the increased testing. You're showing me a graph of all the increase in testing and then telling me it's not about that. And I think this graph kind of contradicts it, saying our data update is published. States record about 600,000 tests completed, and it's showing the daily testing reports going up every single day. So I don't know how there's no correlation when it, when it's going up ex, uh, increasingly. Maybe not exponentially, but it's definitely going up increasingly. And you know it's another factor on on why more people are being tested and why more people are probably being tested positive because more people are going into the hospital now because the economy's opening up. People are getting into car accidents again. People are becoming victims of violent violent crimes again. People are going to get their physicals checked up now because the hospitals are starting to open. There's a three-month backlog of people who haven't went to the hospital or seeked medical attention because they feared COVID-19. Now when anyone goes into the hospital, they're immediately tested. And even if they're asymptomatic, there's no symptoms, they're still getting marked as a COVID-19 patient. Even when there's, let's just say, 90% of the people in the ICU room have no symptoms of COVID-19. Half of those people could still have tested positive for COVID-19. And then that's when the media runs their headlines. Oh, 40% of the ICU filled with COVID-19 patients. Meanwhile, those COVID-19 patients are like, yeah, I'm here because I broke my arm. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm not even coughing. I'm just here because I broke my arm. So that's how the media is finessing. That's how the media is lying to you and trying to spit out certain truths. Also, when we're looking at the percentage of people that are testing positive, I believe it's going down or it's still at an extremely low percent. I think it's under 5% of the people who even test uh, turn out to be positive. Remember when we did the antibody testing a few months ago and it turned out it was like, what, over 20-something percent of people in L.A. and over 20-something percent of the people in New York City tested uh, for the antibodies? We were so, cl- we're so close to herd immunity. We're pretty much herd immune at this point. The, the, the de- that's why the deaths are going down. We're just testing more people and we're finding out that more people were sick. We're, we know for a fact that... At least 20 to 50% of the population is going to be affected by this virus, is going to have it in their system. And guess what? 99.9% of the people that are going to get it aren't even going to know they're going to have it. That's why we had these antibody tests, these randomly selected surveys, which we need to do more of. We need to show, well, it looks like half the population in this city already had it and no, and almost nobody died. So, <laughs> And we're going to see one day all the statistics, 
all the stats are going to be completely updated to to show, look, well, looks, we're going to lower the deaths because we found out that not all these were caused by COVID-19. They're going to lower the deaths. The death rate's going to be lowered. And we're going to find out it's nothing but the flu. The Democrats are going to reject those numbers. But this is only going to come out after the election, of course. Because if it comes out before, oh, it's Trump. It's Trump trying to cover his ass. Trump trying to cover his ass. That's all they're going to be saying, even if it's after the election. These people don't, don't understand anything. If you support my show and want to help support me financially, the left has been actively trying to destroy my life financially. So if you can please join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salas. A link should be in the description. If you could become a Patreon and contribute any amount, that will go a long way to help me out. Thank you so much.